Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Sean Siriani. And today for this episode, I want to dedicate this to somebody special to give some context around the situation. I'm sure if you listen to some of my prior episodes, you would know that uh, I was a videographer in the battle rap community, King of the Dot mainly out of Toronto, branches off from to LA and all over the world and somebody in our community, somebody very important in our community, a performer who goes by the name Bender has passed away a couple days ago. It's a huge shock and he was an absolute like gem of a talent. It's it's almost hard to explain him as a human being, like how special he is. Beyond being one of the top elites in battle rap from a performer to a writer, um, he was just all around an incredible genius of an artist. Uh, He was also in a group called Flight Distance. They they put out some amazing tunes in an album I listened on the regular, like it's called Bad Information. And around music, he was a brilliant painter (laughs) and uh yeah he sold a lot of paintings for commission he did uh he did portraits of almost every cool celebrity you can think of and something beautiful that i noticed on the internet today is uh somebody made a thread saying that since he's always been painting people to kind of immortalize their legacy why don't we paint bender and uh Lots of people have been producing incredible pieces of him in the past few days. And yeah, that's that's just beautiful to me. And uh, somebody also shared uh, in the battle rap community just a conversation that they were having in in a private message asking, oh, oh, where has he been? And uh, he actually mentioned that he was writing a novel. So he's all around just an incredible mind and it's it's such a loss um he actually embodies the type of people that i love to have on this show and it's unfortunate i won't be able to get him in the girth radio studio (laughs) and a lot of the assets he possesses uh kind of reminds me of the guest on this episode so it's kind of fitting that this one's also dedicated to bender for you if you're just hearing about this talent for the first time I will present you with a clip from one of his battles right now. Say you running blocks, I never bought that story. This man's music is translucent, a Stan Kubrick's moon landing movie with a flag moving just a fraud reporter. If I hear another track of you talking greasy on the beat, I will creep up when you watching TV with your niece. Gorilla pimp slap, knock the feces out your teeth and make you listen to a Hobson CD on repeat for a week. You make my skin crawl like scarab beetles from the withdrawal of a heroin needle. Rip that Maraschino cherry out your chest. There's no equal. Got Tarantino's rare cerebral nightmarish inherent evil. I will ride up on shit faster than a fucking pair of Speedos. Such high level writing, unique rawness. It's uh it's something I think we're gonna miss. And before I introduce my next guest, I actually just decided right now we're gonna play a song from Flight Distance. Here we go. Girth Radio. Without me, the baby boys were sweating rocks off the gridlock. Well, cops just watch and regulate the dealers like a pit boss. And nowadays, I watch through Hitchcock's lens right down the drain and move on towards rock and give shop friends. Say hello to the all right. Look, I never claimed that I was more than just a small time crook for pocket change, but I ain't really trying to play with these boys. He talk a good one in the booth, but got no pain in their voice for real. And anyone that don't feel it can suck my titty. Government city, all star, son of so none forget me. Selling and sluggish, enough of a suffer the troubled history, but muster some love and crumble. My brother can bun it with me now. Them snipers never catch the whites of my eyes. Stay in bloodshot from the bends, holding a nitrogen high. A knife on my side, spend my February's in a slump. Respected as a writer, legendary as a drunk. All night I daydream asleep. Forgot my house, was drinking on a stupid Charles McCoy. So I write it down and spread my message like an epidemic. In my best attempt. 
Charles Bukowski. So I write it down to spread my message like an epidemic. In my best attempt to convince the world it's lost without me. This debut out the royal was the same as the gates were crossed initially. Carry me no longer, wrong or right, I'll change the history. It's a mystery, the gist is enough. And admittedly, I was different then, but I give it as much. Still, smack the SM58 from his clutch. Brought in my involvement to talk and paint with his brush. And publish this poetry of prose I wrote with the hopes that it comes back as plastic. I consider it done. I got a sneer in Roman, no thoughts of double or never gullible. She scream when she coming in multiples. That's your trouble, Duke. Constantine, while your muscle tongue speak. Dipping in and out of morose to mania. So when you see me at the jam, bugging, consider it luck. Cause I'm arbitrarily nasty from the pit of my gut Was living it up when I was younger, now I structure it more Give me a dap or say what up if I'm drunk on your floor pick me up. All night I daydream asleep, but never get it Forgot my house, we drinking on a stoop with Charles Bukowski So I write it down to spread my message like an epidemic In my best attempt to convince the world is lost without me All night I daydream asleep, but never get it Forgot my house, keep drinking on a stoop with Charles Bukowski So I write it down to spread my message like an epidemic In my best attempt to convince the world Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Even though I wasn't the closest to Bender, I'd only see him at at shows. When we did have the small talk, he was always super cool to me, and I always remember him making me laugh. And, uh, yeah, it's such a tragic loss for our community. And love and condolences to any of his family members, his close friends, and all of his fans. I mentioned before the song that he actually reminds me away in a way like my guest right now my guest today is goes by the name of kyle james smith and he is a multi-talented motherfucker you may know him from the metalcore band great lakes and right now i believe the the music is kind of set to his side and he is also a professional comic book writer and illustrator Works out of the famous Raid Studios in Toronto. If you're not familiar with the Raid, they have people who are like working on Marvel and uh, crazy like video game adaptations. I know one guy in there has been drawing like stuff for the Street Fighter comics and just very high level storytelling and illustration. And it's awesome to have a talent like Kyle James Smith in today. He's got a new project coming out called Blackmouth. And Blackmouth is so intriguing for so many different reasons. It's influenced from like really dark video games such as Dark Souls and Bloodborne. And some fantasy horror slash movies like uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Sleepy Hollow, The Witch. If you're a fan of any of those, you're going to want to check out Blackmouth. And what's cool, it's also... Uh, a webcomic on the Girth Radio website. I'm going to post the, the link to that. There's also a Patreon. Lots of incentives if you want to support his Patreon. If you just type in Blackmouth on the Patreon website, it should come up. And so far, I've read the first one, and it was so intriguing. I'm so excited to see where this story leads. The first one was just called The Witch's Poem. And it's basically just a little short poem that tells a kind of a vague story of the universe you are uh, diving into. And uh, I think it sets the tone just right. <laughs> like, it, like I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm so excited to see where this goes. And uh, yeah, so Kyle James Smith is in here. We're going to pick his brain all about this. And oh my God, I had to turn the mic on again. I had a different ending to this intro, but I just realized something. I went on the webtoons.com website. I went to Blackmouth, and Chapter 1 is released. Chapter 1, Part 1, and Part 2 of that. Uh, the witch's poem that I mentioned was just a prologue, and I am so excited to dive into this. This is going to be sick. And also, if you want to check this out, too, if you're listening to this on a computer... 
Um, open another browser, go to webtoons.com, look for Blackmouth, or go to girthradio.com, hit the show page for this episode, and I will also have a link there. Okay, so yeah, we'll get right into this. Kyle James Smith coming at you right now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Yeah, Kyle, welcome back. Thanks, Thank man. you. Thanks for having me no, again. Anytime, man. I'm a fan of your work, Appreciate both it. music and comic books. Oh, yeah. but Thank you. Right now, you sent me your latest one, mm-hmm. and I am like totally blown away. And I need some backstory on this. Like, uh, I heard a little bit through your patreon like post yeah. with the uh, the video and stuff and like some of the influences yeah and i read or uh viewed what, what do you say do you read comics you view comics it's both you look you look at them you read them you yeah know? <laughs> i mean with web comics yeah i don't i don't know what you call it. i'm pretty new i scrolled to it <laughs> yeah. well, so. i totally um, scrolled yeah, this and scroll like, that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it was awesome and i could see the influences in there oh, cool. and i'm like yo this is sick so like thanks tell man. me a little bit about like how this came about <laughs> yeah um so uh, i don't really know well, I guess I do. I was influenced, I guess. I, I joined a, a studio called Raid. Um, it's like an art collective of mm-hmm. like a bunch of really crazy, awesome, talented uh, writers and comic artists. Um, there's guys in there like uh, Ramon Perez, who um, is known for Nova, like Marvel Comics Nova, mm-hmm. and uh, Francis Manipal, who's pretty well known for Batman. Yeah, so you're like in the same studio with some of the best in all yeah. of Canada. Yeah, which it's is super intimidating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, there, there. It's it's a really cool place to be. It's very like motivating and inspiring for me just to be around those guys all the time because they're all so good at what they do and uh, just kind of being in that atmosphere just like it it drives me to always be like oh I want to make something new and get mm-hmm. better and yeah it's it's cool so anyways I joined I joined up with them and um, there was uh, one guy uh, Tri Vong what's up Tri um, he does a he does like a a webcomic similar to what I'm doing. It's not the same genre or anything, but it's the same sort of he it's the long scroll format. It's called The Strange Tales of Oscar's On and it's really cool. And just seeing what he was doing kind of inspired me to do something similar because I was like this like I'd never really thought to do a webcomic before. I I never even really I'm not familiar with like the the world or the scene if mm-hmm. you want to call yeah, it that. Yeah, yeah. Um but that was kind of the inspiration or kind of the thing that gave me the idea to to do this yeah so and i want to say like uh i've read a lot of comics but like in the physical Mm -hmm. but i haven't been really into like jumping on web comics and stuff and one thing that totally impressed me with yours and i'm not sure if other comics do this or what but uh as you scroll down, it doesn't seem like you're turning pages. It was like yeah. one long scroll of like yeah. just the scenes blending into each other. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. fucking nuts. It, like, it is really cool. Yeah. And that's that's something that I had to wrap my head around too because I'm so used to formatting comics like for physical print copies where you draw a page and then you have to figure out where the page ends and what's like how the page the next page is going to start. Um, um, so it's like a whole different, um, yeah, I guess workflow or, you know, how method of putting it together. So it was a little bit of a, a learning curve. But um, now that I've kind of gotten my head wrapped around it, it's I think it's super cool, super cool format. Yeah, yeah. So this comic uh, is Blackmouth, right? Uh, Blackmouth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um 
is this a universe? Because I noticed it said uh, Blackmouth Prologue on the web one. Yeah. And right now you gave me um, the witch's a copy, poem. and yeah. like right on the cover it just says the witch's pro poem. poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, that's, yeah, it, the, the story is called Blackmouth, and the witch's poem is just the title of the prologue. Okay. But I, I kind of made it like that as just a little bit of a teaser. And I think I when I got that physical... Uh, copy printed. I didn't even have the title locked down for what I wanted to call my webcomic yet. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going to give this prologue a title and then I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just, it's it's one story. And yeah, the main thing is called Blackmouth. But even if you go on Webtoons and read the prologue, it's like Blackmouth prologue, the witch's poem. So mm-hmm. that's why that is titled the way it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like you mentioned like one of your influences or like is uh bloodborne yeah the, the game souls game in the souls games yeah. and i noticed that also through your website yeah when you click on the lore and stuff yeah because within those like video games you can always like read a little bit more and like yeah. items and stuff yeah. and like you just had you didn't really like there's that one page where you click on the lore and it's a bunch of symbols yeah. and you don't know what they are and you click on yeah. them and then it's like the witch and all this different yeah. I thought that was like well, I can't, fucking it, so cool. Thanks man. Yeah. yeah, I kind of I kind of purposely like I, I set up that website to be very souls like and because mm. I, I like I'm so inspired by those games and the way they tell stories because like what you just said um, you figure out the world and the lore through like reading item descriptions yeah. and looking at the world around you and I just think that's such a cool way to tell a story and that's kind of what I wanted to do with this comic like there's there's going to be a, a clear story that is told but I wanted to make a website where. I can add like bits of lore and information. So if you want to delve deeper into the into the world that the story takes place in, you can do that, and you can like learn about why things are happening, and you can learn about like the history of characters and the history of events that have taken place. Um, things that won't necessarily be explained in in like heavy detail in the actual webcomic, but if you want to explore further. Um, that's why I did did that basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, even though I don't know where the comic is going, I felt like immediately after I was you you got me. I'm like hooked. Like I'm cool. so interested, and in, well, I hear. just like the vibe. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to see it for themselves, even if they're listening to this interview, you can go to is it webtoons.com? Or? Yeah, the easiest way to find yep. it is just going to blackmouthcomic.com. Okay. Um, and it links to the webtoons there. You can go to webtoons and search Blackmouth as well, but just blackmouthcomic.com, that'll get you to where you need to, to go. Yeah. yeah. Right now, you just only have the prologue up, right? Yeah. Tomorrow, the, the chapter one starts. So, oh, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> by the time this podcast is posted, chapter one will be start, ha- half started already. Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm going to, every Monday, basically, I'm going to be posting a new episode of it. So, um, uh, depending on when this gets posted, there may be two or three up already. So okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. This will probably be like the end of next week, so probably by yeah. closer to part two, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and we'll definitely like share the shit out of it on the Girth Radio website and oh, stuff thanks, like man. that. And cool, nah, and it's like uh, even it's cool to just hear all of your influences, like beyond the video games too you mentioned like in that video i watched like pan's labyrinth yeah, and the, witch, the witch and uh, the village and, yeah, yeah yeah and headless horseman or sleepy, sleepy hollow, hollow that's it yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like yeah i love all of <laughs> like it's yeah you're just like it feels like like even though i don't know the rest of the series or what you have planned for it i'm like yeah. this is like written for me <laughs> good well yeah. yeah i'm so excited i mean i but, think that's kind of why i included those things in the video because you know i don't want to spoil too much of the story because it is like this big kind of unfolding mystery so it's it's hard to talk about without giving too much away but i did want to be like hey like if you like the same shit as me like you'll probably be into this you know mm-hmm. so i think that was a good way to kind of show people what what this is all about yeah yeah Yeah. and so like i'm gonna rear from like spoiling anything but like um so did what to to create this did you have to pitch it to somebody or no no i just um i just i'm doing it all myself right now um we'll see what happens in the future but uh i'm just um 
I'm posting it through Webtoons, which is... Um, I don't know what you call it. It's just a, a website for web comics, but they have a, uh, a huge following. There's a ton of readers that they already have, so it's a good place to start, I guess, for something like this. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm very new to the world of web comics, so this is all kind of a little bit of an experiment for me right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Webtoons seemed like the right starting point to launch something like this, so that's where it is right now um and i'm just doing it all myself i don't have like an editor or anything like that i'm just i post it on the site and it's there for you to read wow when it's done and what's so insane to me too is not only do you write this you draw everything too yeah yeah you're like some crazy renaissance man (laughs) i don't know if i i probably said this to you last episode because like i always think that when i think of you because even like beyond this like you make music too like yeah and not just like fucking around like you make excellent like music (laughs) thanks man yeah so it's no, it's 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 very inspiring to see a person like you where you're just you can do everything in a way. Well, like, I'm yeah, I wouldn't say that. Like for me, like the I don't know, drawing this is is the hardest part for me, especially now that I'm surrounded by all these crazy artists. Like at the at raid, yeah, it's like really because they're all just so fucking good and yeah, I'm like yeah. oh man like I maybe should, maybe I shouldn't be drawing <laughs> does this it, does but, it make you a little like self conscious with some things I guess a little bit yeah, oh, yeah. but it's like but they're all so cool and um, like supportive and motivating so I don't mm. know but yeah it's it's definitely the hardest part of this for me but I mean I'm doing it in a way where I'm not like I guess biting off more than I can chew. Like I'm sticking to a style that I'm familiar and comfortable with. So, mm-hmm. um, so far I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. 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 That's cool too. And, um, yeah, it's, it's gotta be interesting being part of that studio and everything and like mm-hmm. seeing everybody else's like work and, Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, how did you become like a part of like the raid collective there? Um, how, how did that happen? Okay. So, me and well we talked about um scare tales last time yes yes so that was like your launching project right or um yeah i guess you can call it It was like the first comic i tried to take seriously i guess so i did that with gabe sapienza who um co-writes and draws it and we started just going to um comic conventions to promote it and sell it and all that and through doing that, we met a couple of the guys at Raid just because they're always at those things as well. And then Gabe joined uh, Raid first. Yeah. Um, just because at the time he was freelancing and I was working like full time and he it just kind of happened, I guess. I don't really know how that happened exactly, but he joined Raid. And then I think like six months later to a year later or something like that, um, a spot at the studio opened up as like a sublet because one of the artists, um, I guess, took a leave of absence or something. And then Gabe recommended... Uh, or he let me know and he was like if you want it email Ramon so I did and then they were like yeah you can just come in and like rent it so I thought I was only going to be there for like I don't know a few months or something but they just kind of they just kind of invited me to stay as a (laughs) full-time member after a few months and I was happy to do it because it's such a like I said, great group of guys and very inspiring place to be. And yeah, so that it just kind of happened like that, you know, didn't really plan it, but it, yeah, it that's cool. Yeah. I, f- I find some of the, like the best things happen that way too. It's just, yeah, I don't know. You kind of just going with the flow and you fall into it too. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of hear the environment of the raid too. And it, like, uh, with girth, it, it re- kind of reminds me of girth radio. It's like a lot of people, like it's still a new thing uh, unlike the raid's been a lot been around for a while but yeah. uh girth radio like it's we're all doing we're like a collective of yeah, people exactly. doing different things yeah and being in that environment you can ask other people for advice or like other people are paying attention to your your work too yeah. and it's like it's i, I feel like us as a podcast network are growing because we're a community yeah and you feel that way with you being in the raid for as well? sure yeah definitely um yeah. it's definitely got like a very um 
commutative or like like a family vibe like they all call it their their family it's it's yeah it's 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 a really yes to what you said yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know how to word it any differently yeah. than what you just said but yeah mm-hmm. it definitely feels like that it's it's um very welcoming and it feels good to go in there you know every week and it's just yeah it's really cool I, i'm very happy being a part of of this studio yeah so yeah. cool so are you primarily like just focusing on your comics now or are you still uh, making music with great lakes or um actually you know what's funny uh is great well great lakes is pretty I don't want to say it's done because who knows? Maybe we'll pick it up in the future. Mm-hmm. But all the members right now are just off doing their own thing because they're it, the band is everyone in that band is super creative and they all have like so many side other projects, th- yeah, anything. things going on and like not even side projects, like full time careers that they're oh, pursuing, yeah. right? So. And uh, even our our vocalist Taylor, he he's going to be a dad in a few months. So uh, congratulations to Taylor! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, so everyone's got their own shit going on. So we're just kind of taking a taking a break from it, or maybe we'll never do it again. Who knows? But right now, I'm because I have I still have that itch of like I want to keep playing music and I want to keep playing mm-hmm. shows. So I'm recording. I'm I'm recording an EP for a new project right now that I can't really talk a lot about. Okay, but yeah. it's it's gonna be um, it's gonna be sort of in the same vein as what I was doing with Great Lakes. Like yeah. it's metal, but a different style. Yeah. But it's something I'm gonna you know I'm really excited about the way the EP is coming out. But I just want to have it so that if if there's a show that comes up, I can hop on it and play a show just to like have that feeling of playing shows because that's I miss that so much. Yeah, you know? yeah, so it's got to be like a different type of satisfaction, like than the comic world where it's like kind of you'll yeah. you'll go to uh, like something like a tea calf or something. People will shake your hand and stuff sure, like that. Yeah. But a show, people screaming like moshing, like that's a whole nother yeah, just, level of interaction. It's like, just fun and like even just like playing music that you've created that you're proud of to like even if it's only a room of like 50 people or whatever it's still like it's so it's such a good feeling mm-hmm. so i just want to i want to have something where that enables me to do that it's not something that i'm going to try and tour do a lot of touring with or anything like that but just like i i think i I've learned about myself at this point that I'm always going to be doing music in in some way or another. You know? Yeah, so definitely. I just always got to have something. So that's that's what I'm working on right now. And a couple of the guys from Great Lakes are helping me out with this project as well. So they're also going to be involved. But yeah, mm-hmm. can't really say too much yeah. more than that. Yeah. And uh, with Great Lakes, did you guys do a lot of touring as well? Mm. Here and there. I mean, we we did tour. We. we we didn't do a lot compared to bands that are like actually trying to make being a band their full-time thing. But, yeah, yeah. But we did do like Canadian runs of shows. Yeah, like yeah. we went to the East Coast and we've like played all over Ontario and yeah, so I wouldn't call it like heavy touring, but Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we, we there was a point where we were definitely trying to get outside our our hometown mm-hmm. or home area code, you know. Yeah. And how how did you feel like being on the road? This was kind of a subject that was in my last episode with a band uh, from Hamilton Voltang. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, we were here talking so much. I don't even know if this part of the conversation got recorded. <laughs> but uh, they've had like some members come and go because they were just kind of beaten yeah. by by the road yeah. basically. And I was just curious to know like your perspective. Of, did you find it exciting or did you find it exhausting? Type both i think like yeah. it's it it's it is it's exciting but it's also very fatiguing and i think that's one of the reasons why we didn't do that much of it because it's like you kind of i don't know when when you're in a metal band you kind of got to be a little bit self-aware like it there's not a lot of metal bands get very successful and mm-hmm. you know especially for us we're just like a independent metal band doing it ourselves and it's like it's cool to take it seriously and it's cool to put you know you're all into the thing that you're passionate about but at the same time you have to recognize when it's you're just kind of like i don't know it when it's like a pipe dream or when it's like yeah yeah you know there's no point in pushing it further than than how we're pushing it right now so um 
yeah, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun to tour, and especially you, the the coolest thing about it is like meeting other bands and other like minded musicians, and you make like so many amazing friends, like all like in places that you would never have otherwise. You mm-hmm. know, um, so that's really cool. But yeah, it takes a lot out of you, and like if it it you gotta kind of be a certain type of person to do it extensively because there's a lot of people who are just like they get i don't know lonely or like miss their girlfriend or family or friends back home or whatever so it's like yeah i don't know it's it's there's pros and cons to it and it's just it is what it is you know Mm -hmm. um but I think we had fun when we did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh were you like kind of like the partier type or were you uh like maybe like on your off time making comics or like just No, I back was and forth uh and... I, I I wouldn't be able to get away with saying I wasn't the partier like in the band. Yeah. It was me and probably another guy, but I was definitely the one who probably drank the most <laughs> and, and indulged the most. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But just because I kind of viewed it as, you know, again, this isn't going to be what I'm doing for a living. So while I'm doing it, I want to make the most of it. You know what I mean? Um, I, but again, at the same time, it wasn't like a crazy partier. Like I didn't do anything crazy. You know, I just like, like to have fun with like the other bands who we were playing with and, you know, hang out and just have beers. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I wouldn't call it like crazy partying or anything. Yeah. Like you just kind of like you, to keep that social energy going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. And I don't know. It just, it's it's so cool like how you can do that like at an excellent level and then also like on the other side you're drawing you're making stories and stuff like sure yeah like I start getting it like I always like want to like do like so many things and I'm like there's never enough time in the oh, day know, it's man. like do you sleep at all yeah. or do you I mean, like- and that's the thing like there's I have so many friends who make fun of me for that because they're like like dude you're always doing so many things yeah I don't think it's a bad thing though like yeah yeah I know yeah. like it is and it isn't it can be good as if you have like a balance but sometimes it's really hard to have a balance and then mm-hmm. I get like really excited about one project and then i'm I'm like oh i'm doing this but then i'll like get excited about something else and then this the project that i was excited about before will like kind of fall to the back burner and then yeah, I'll be yeah. like, right. and it's like so yeah you have to you do have to find a balance i guess and that's why i think great lakes is kind of you know on i don't know hiatus we're taking a break whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. like I, I guess we could say we're done i don't know why i'm so like hesitant to say we're done as a band because i yeah, feel yeah. like everyone else in the band feels that way as well yeah. um but yeah because I, we i couldn't do that and then also be doing what i'm doing with raid and then also be doing freelance to like pay bills and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. It's, just, it's just too much and you got to be realistic about it right so, yeah very true and yeah i we're like similar souls in a way where i just ju- i jump around and things mm-hmm. I, I get excited about things and yeah and like too many creative projects and then plus like a day job and yeah do you yeah. ever feel like uh like some of these things like deadlines and stuff tend to overlap over each other and then yeah you get like a bit of personal like stress that oh you didn't see coming and then it just kind of sure. happens out of nowhere it's oh just, totally man. yeah yeah like i always i always bring upon myself this crazy stress that just yeah like you said it comes out of nowhere because i'm like oh i'm fine yeah. like I got you get excited i'm like yeah. i'm doing this i'm doing that yeah. and then yeah. it just all starts colliding and then yeah. oh fuck <laughs> like yeah. deadlines will creep up on you yeah if yeah not, if you don't have that balance or you're not paying attention mm-hmm. but yeah i think for the first time i'm i have like a, a decent handle on it whereas like in the past few years i just i just didn't but also um i've only been actually freelancing for like the last like since the beginning of 2017 so that has allowed me to um have a better balance on the the things that i'm doing because before that i was just doing like a nine to five day job (laughs) and also doing trying to do all this stuff but like kind of failing at it because i was just like burning myself yeah you you get tired oh yeah and um 
yeah that was that sucked when we were doing the band thing too um which i tend to forget is like i was also working a full-time job and then like going and like playing shows and like drinking until two in the morning and that's that's my own fault yeah, i don't, and I don't you... have to drink <laughs> like when i play a show but i just would you know and then i'd like wake up and go to a nine to five the next day type yeah. of thing and you, Ooh, know what's, yeah. and you know what's funny too is i was talking to my wife about this the other day is like i realized i haven't gotten sick in over a year and before 2017 i would get sick like fuck like five six times a year like really sick with like a flu or a cold or something and just because i realized i was burning myself out Mm -hmm. you know by trying to do all these things but then also maintaining like a a a nine to five or even longer than that because i work in fucking post-production and video and like the hours can be crazy with that and i was just yeah i was just burning myself out but since i started freelancing um i've been way like feeling just way better like more energy and i yeah i haven't gotten sick in over a year which is crazy that's amazing but yeah. it's so true with that saying uh, stress kills oh yeah like yeah. i've seen it like not even just like in myself but in other people just kind of deteriorate them and i'm yeah slowly starting to get a better handle on myself yeah. like i feel like for a while like it was that kind of stuff would would like make me sick often and now yeah. it's like you gotta like it's like beyond just trying to survive with bills and stuff you gotta yeah. take care of your brain you gotta take Fuck, care of your yeah. body it's and, so important yeah. and, like you forget it and because you're just like oh i just gotta like keep going push forward like who cares how i feel like if i get mm-hmm. it done i'll i'll feel good but then you get it done and you feel like shit and then it like it always overlaps into the next thing that you're trying to do and then you're behind because you have to take time off because you're you have to recover yeah yeah and so yeah it's so important like fucking take care of your health first and foremost mm-hmm. and, and i i also think people with like creative spirits too like a lot of them do work a day job and then they're doing like what whatever their art form is in the evening too yeah and it's so i don't know it's so easy it's like some like the average person i think just kind of just works like a day job they go home they can just chill netflix and chill basically yeah yeah where the creative guy i hear like a lot of different stories and even myself like going to the day job i'm thinking about what i'm gonna work on later on yeah and that's almost like a second sometimes a third job on top of your thing exactly and it it could like i don't know like a lot of like these talented people it's a gift and also a curse at the same time yeah it's 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 so it sucks man um and that was my life for like six years like as soon as i got out of school because i i wanted to be doing comics and making music and making my own like i don't know video content or whatever it was i wanted to do and yeah exactly what you just said i would go to work be unhappy because i'm at work because all i want to do is get home to do the thing that i'm actually thinking about doing and i spend all day thinking about that and then i'm like you know and then you go home and you half-ass the thing you you want to do because you're fucking tired but you're so excited that you do it but then it's like oh this isn't really good and yeah it sucks it's so shitty yeah um i was gonna go somewhere with that but not (laughs) but yes i agree with what you just said it's just shitty yeah yeah it's true but yeah it's it's i don't know it's the gift and curse type of back and forth with everything yeah and the and the good thing about like freelancing too and you know this kind of lifestyle is now when i go to a job like i'm just completely 100 percent focused on the job that i'm doing because i know like this is gonna end so i'll maybe it'll be like a two or three day contract or something Mm -hmm. like at a post-production facility or whatever i go there i'm like okay i'm gonna do the job i'm gonna do it a hundred percent and then it's gonna be done and then when it's done i have all the time in the world to do the things that the other things that i want to do whereas when you have a full-time job you just like fuck like you know it's never going to end. Like you have to go like all week and then the next week. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, it's... and they're keeping you at a wage where you're not like moving like so much forward where yeah. you're going to leave the, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And, and I mean, I'm not knocking the, the nine to five or the full time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that works for a lot of people mm-hmm. and it's, it's, and there's a lot of, I know a lot of people who do that and are like super successful and really talented and awesome at what they do. But, 
but it's like for like how you were just saying like people like me people like you who have all these other things that they're like aspiring to to do but they're not quite there yet yeah yeah but you have to put in that time you know to get to get there but you don't have that time when you're working a, a nine to five so you have to like I don't know. For me, it was taking that kind of leap of faith of just being like, okay, I'm just going to freelance for a bit and see what happens. And luckily, it's been working out so far. So. Yeah, good for you, too. It's like, it's, um, I don't know, it's a scary thing for people to just totally just jump in and do freelance, too. Um, yeah. I know you're good at what you do, and you can probably just rock it, and you got like a bunch of clients ahead, but uh, I know people who want to kind of jump in the same schedule as you, mm-hmm. but they don't have, whether it's the right contacts or whatever, and it's well, like a scary leap. To- well, I mean, I I didn't. Like, when I started, I I wasn't really, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do or how mm-hmm. I was going to make it work, but you just kind of figure it out, you know, and if you have like a teeny little bit of confidence or like you know faith in your ability then like i man like i i still feel like there's in every area of work that i do like i feel like i'm at like beginner level you know like i feel like fuck there's like there's always someone better than me like i need to get better but like i you know for last year which was the first year i i was doing this i like i didn't make a lot of money like i just i was figuring it out but this year um i've kind of i took i took last year and i set myself up to have like a decent year this year and this year is going to be like so much better for me than last year just because i took that year and figured it out oh that's cool cool but if you don't I think if you don't take that time and take that risk and just do that, you're you're not really gonna ever figure it out, you know? Oh, so true it, words. Yeah. yeah. So it just it takes time, and I think people, even for me, I thought it like I was like, oh, okay, well, let's let's figure this out, and like in in a month, I'm gonna be like working full time. No, it took me like a a year, which I know I don't know. Maybe it's like some people would say even that is like a, a quick amount of time to to get established as like a, a freelancer i don't really know to me that was mm-hmm. way too long because it's a year a whole year where you're not making a lot of money yeah really yeah scary. at you times know, starts like, going slower and yeah. slower it's fuck so, um, yeah yeah i don't know man just like yeah i just think it's it's definitely doable you just gotta you just gotta figure it out and mm-hmm. you know have have a little bit of faith and yourself i guess yeah definitely be confident and just go for it yeah or and if you're not feeling confident just fake it (laughs) just pretend because i didn't i'm like i i never feel confident but i'm really good at pretending yeah me too i (laughs) feel like i do that just every day and just like minuscule things beyond creativity yeah Yeah. oh me too man Yeah. yeah but yeah i don't know it's 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 crazy but i'm really happy that i did that i'm really happy that I was uncomfortable for that period of, period of time because I like not that I'm in this like great place. I'm just like, oh, I can survive now, you know. But I'm so much more happy surviving doing the things that I love to do than surviving doing a shitty nine to five job that I just fucking hate and wish mm-hmm. I was at home doing the things that I love, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, true yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um. Yeah. Also, you got going on be, beyond or with this comic uh, a Patreon as well. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. I'm kind of been new to like checking these out too. But yep. it's I think it's such a cool way for like artists to like launch things, and it's yeah. it's almost like creates these push and pull relationships where it's like if you spend a certain amount of money, you get these different levels of packages where yeah. if you support it, you actually get something back. And uh, can you let me know a little bit about your Patreon that you set up? Yeah. I mean, like, Patreon in general is, for the people who don't know, it's like an it's an online platform that allows you to support creators who are making cool shit and things that you're into. Um, and you support them by making a monthly contribution Um which is like it's not a lot of money it's like you and like you said there's different tiers so if if you 
pitch or contribute more money, you get better rewards from the creators who you're supporting. So if like on mine, for example, if you contribute a dollar um, a month to my comic you have access to my patreon feed which i which is what i used to post like process videos and behind the scenes stuff of me like actually developing and making the comic so you get to see kind of what goes into me doing this thing and then i have like a 15 dollar tier where if 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 you choose that one then i I send you a physical, like limited ed- edition print every awesome. month. So it's like, like the a, one you gave me right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like an exclusive piece of art that nobody else is gonna get. Um, and I'll like sign it and all that. So it's like it's yeah. There's you get stuff back from helping me make the thing that you're into. If if you are into it, if you're not into what I'm doing, please don't like contribute. You know. But <laughs> like, hey, if you're yeah. into fantasy and dark, <laughs> creepy shit, yeah, you need to check out Blackmouth. Like <laughs> honestly, like like I mentioned earlier, like when we started talking, like you named off all your influences, yeah. and it's it, I see like that all like combined into one and it's just cool i feel like people want more of that kind of like darker fantasy because they kind of get released in the mainstream in little spurts here and there like yeah that's how i feel too yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 that's kind of why i'm doing this because i love that shit and like dark souls and the witch and all that like i get so excited when something like that comes out but it is very like it happens like once and then it then nothing like that comes out for a long time so it's like i want to make something like that for people who are into the same things that i'm into yeah yeah um so people who don't know uh dark souls in bloodborne fucking incredible game and it's not for everybody like i know a lot of people picked it up and played two minutes or got to the first boss and just quit it Mm -hmm. and which is it's kind of a I always feel like it's beautiful and sad at the same time because the lore in the game is so deep and people never see it because they get so frustrated at the difficulty and they're just like, oh, I can't do it. But they don't see the whole magic of the universe. And even like you can play through that game and still not understand what happened and you play through a second time and it's almost like you're seeing things in a different perspective. Yeah. And then you play it a third time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more of like the story being unfolded because the game is just so vague. There's some people who've reviewed it and played it once. Yeah. And they're like, this game doesn't have a story. But I'm like, have you looked at the environment? Have you yeah. looked at the... Uh, the item descriptions and stuff yeah, like that. And that's, and that's another reason why it's so cool. It's like there's yeah. a, it has a huge replay value because it's it's fun. But the more you play it, the more times you play it, the more you realize like, oh, there's like this huge, like crazy developed world that I still have to explore. Whereas games like... I don't know, like open world RPGs, like The Witcher and things like that, which yeah. are fucking sick too. And I love, I love The Witcher. I'm just using it as an example. But you, you play it, and then like when you're done, you're kind of done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's expansion and DLC and all that. But like, I'm probably, but like, you don't feel like you need to do I it do, again. Yeah, and- because and it's such a big game. It takes so much out of you. But like every. It, tells you everything the first time you do it right so there's no reason to go back and explore it further you know Mm -hmm. unless there's like new content or new dlc that they choose to like put out but yeah yeah yeah. and that company a couple months ago from software so like because of the quality they put into their lore and everything like guys like me and you were like absolutely hooked and i don't know about you but i love it more than fucking like star wars and like fucking like lord of the rings you know like harry potter those people like they they got those fan bases where people like get really crazy about it but i'm it's my version yeah it is my version of that as well yeah and um a couple months ago they released a trailer which was like fucking 10 seconds long shadows die twice yeah yeah it was so vague. Yeah, they didn't even announce the game. Yeah, no, but it no just game title. it just had like a weird weapon with a bone. Yeah, like zoomed in. Yeah. and a rope around it, and it just kind of tightened. Yeah, and then the logo of the people from software popped up. Yeah, and I was watching it live, like the PlayStation. Yeah, the thing. PSX. Yeah, yeah. 
and I had like a plastic cup beside me, and I just fucking threw it at the wall. I was just like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> yeah. I know." I don't even know what it was, I and know, I lost my if, fucking mind because it's you know it's going to be good, you <laughs> yeah, because it's from software. But so, what do you think that is? So, okay, I, uh, at first, my uh, initial reaction was Bloodborne Two. Yeah, that's but, what I thought too. Um, I also heard rumors that they were looking to do a new title, mm-hmm. and after reading a lot of stuff. Um, I heard the same developers made a ninja game back in the day yeah. on the uh, the play, original PlayStation. It's yeah. called uh, Tenchu, Tenchu yeah. which I think might add up because there's like some Japanese stuff going on in yeah. it. But to be honest, I don't know. But I'm gonna buy it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what What do you think about it? I mean, I I when I first saw, it, I was like, oh, Bloodborne two for sure. Bloodborne two, mm-hmm. copy Bloodborne two. Yeah, yeah. But then I've kind of realized, you know what? It this is probably like a new IP. Like it's probably something we've never seen before. It's yeah. probably they're probably launching something original and new. And I hope that actually too. I it, it, I hope either that like Bloodboard two I would lose it. Like <laughs> I would I would be so happy if that ended up being what it was. But I kind of don't think it's going to be that. Just based on like all like those little nerdy like. Um, identifiers in the video like the the japanese writing that yeah yeah out and stuff it's like well that doesn't really pertain to bloodborne so mm-hmm. if it's something completely new i'm gonna be just as happy and just as excited i i think i would feel a little bit disappointed if it's like a a, a revamp of an old title just because it's like eh, yeah like, we've seen it before exactly and, yeah, yeah yeah which i mean bloodborne 2 like bloodborne we've seen before but you know, I think a sequel is different than relaunching the same a, an old IP. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah, I I hope it's either Bloodborne two or something that we just have no idea about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I always wanted them to do like those style of games, but like compl- they they always have kind of like a medievally like old timey thing. Yeah, I always wanted them to do something like way in the future where it's yeah. like. S- Space and fucking aliens. And my, cool. I think it would be interesting. Oh, it would be yeah. super cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, if they did like a Dark Souls kind of yeah, style. Yeah, you're like on the moon or something. Yeah. And it's like, Man, I'd, I'd buy it. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd play it for sure. Yeah, I'm totally going to buy like everything they do. Like, I'm just like, I'm like one of those guys. I never thought I could be like one of them. Like, yeah. I'd see Trekkies. I'd see like fucking people dressing up like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Yeah. And like we mentioned before, that like soul shit is my just turned into my equivalent of that of mm-hmm. h- how excited I get in my brain. And yeah, like, oh, me too. Me, yeah, me yeah. Too. And and the thing about um, from software is that they haven't really, at least in the Souls series, they haven't done anything bad yet. So until they do something that is like, oh, that's yeah, kind yeah. of a disappointment. Like, yeah, of course I'm going to check it out because they have like a proven track record, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's like a, a quality over quantity too. They take a yeah, while too. Exactly, which I'm totally fine with. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'd wait fucking like eight ten years for another bloodborne bloodborne game as yeah. long as i like knew it was happening yeah and know? do it right and yeah yeah fuck yeah <laughs> lots of people like you're obviously a gamer too and uh i noticed like a lot of the casual gamers are really into like rockstar games which i like as well like yeah. the grand theft autos yeah yeah and uh they've been teasing red dead redemption for a couple years now oh yeah the, the latest one and i'm noticing people are getting upset but i'm like hey they're just probably trying to make making it, really it awesome. Yeah. Like, even better. And they're, like, I notice a lot of, like, consumers with games, they're, like, so, like, I need it now. I yeah. need it now. I'm, like, they're not done. Yeah. Let them do their thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's There's true. a reason it's delayed another year. Like, I, I totally agree with that. But there is something to be said about, you know, the the length of time it takes to make a AAA game now. It's It's so long. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 very few and far between when um, like a a sick title comes out. You know, I find a lot 
a lot of a lot of the time now you're just like okay when's like i'm like the other day i was looking on the playstation store for like i need a new game like what am i gonna play and i'm just like there's there's like not a lot new you know yeah yeah. because it takes so long and i mean you should take long you should take as long as it needs to put out like a, a fucking sick game but I don't know. It's just it's it's crazy the amount of time it takes now. I guess is what I, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And uh, this I'm gonna change the subject again. But yeah, sorry, uh, yeah. Actually, I uh, decided I'm uh, pulling an audible in my brain. I'm gonna release this next week, and okay. I want to ask you for some spoilers okay. of episode one oh, okay. of Blackmouth. Cool, cool, cool. So. Does it connect to the witch's poem? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what I've seen in here, there's like a spider bite. Yeah. And yeah. So like, so okay. So a lot of the stuff in here, I can't really talk specifically about what you're seeing. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a panel where there's like a giant spider on a on a girl's arm, and that's uh, something that pertains to the story. But it's gonna, you know. You, you so that's even it. later, more than episode one, like down the yeah, road. So, okay. And so basically, how I'm releasing this, just to explain a little bit, is each chapter is the equivalent of about a regular size comic so 20 to 24 pages and then each episode so chapter one starts monday but chapter one will be about like probably 10 episodes because each episode i'm releasing as the long scroll format but that kind of is the equivalent of about three to four regular comic book pages cool cool um so in about two months from now we'll be at the end of chapter one basically so um and that's another reason i wanted to uh build a website too is to like give you a little bit of supplemental material like kind of additional things while you know you're waiting for the story to unfold but um yeah uh yeah it's very intriguing to me like yeah so this this here is um it's basically like an introduction to the world of the story. Mm -hmm. So it's just giving you a little bit of backstory, like a little, like on the very, like I'm trying to be as vague as possible, very much in the same way. (laughs) You're soulsy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like all I put like on, on the opening page here is like in the town of Blackmouth, every man, woman and child can recite the witch's poem. And then Mm -hmm. the whole, the story is a poem is the poem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then through the poem, you kind of learn about like what, okay so what is this curse like what what's happening in this yeah, town yeah. i guess i didn't really even touch on the premise of this but basically blackmouth is about this town that people it's it's like a sword and sorcery kind of medieval um setting and blackmouth is this town that's prospering because it's built on these mines um that are rich with this um like fossil fuel that the world needs to to kind of thrive and you know progress so through through their like mining industry this town is thriving so people come to this this town like from all over the world looking for work and looking for you know riches and wealth and all Mm -hmm. that but so it's 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 like this place where everyone likes to go so it's like the new york city of whatever this dimension is sure yeah yeah (laughs) but then on the on the flip side of it the town is cursed and there's this thing called the witch's mark um that just it's it's like an infection almost like it just kind of it's this mark that will randomly appear on your body and if you get the mark basically the legend is that there's this witch that lives in these woods that are dying on like the outskirts of town and the mark they say is her way of claiming your life so if you're if you get the mark you like it's law in Blackmouth that you are exiled because you you can't stay in town because you're endangering the rest of the civilization because if you're marked the witch is coming for you she's claiming your life so you're exiled you're banished to the woods and you have to you have to leave you have to go there so the witch can claim your life without endangering the rest of the town and that's kind of like the setup for the story and then the the main story follows a character named Eric who when he was a kid he lost his mother to the mark um she she got the mark and she was exiled and he never saw her again Mm. so he's kind of struggling with this and what it means and he's trying to figure out like why 
why why does this curse even exist like why is everybody cool with this why do why do people accept this and what is it like is there a witch isn't there a witch like what the fuck is going on so that's kind of the the setup for the story and then it just kind of unfolds from there so cool so creative <laughs> <laughs> and i am so intrigued and uh yeah so once again can we remind the people where they can check it out uh, yeah absolutely so uh blackmouthcomic.com uh will point you to the webtoons link uh webtoons links where you can read it it'll also point you to the patreon page um where you can check out like I don't know, backstory and, and process videos. And you can kind of like get a little bit more of what's going on there. Um, if you, if you're into it, like any support is hugely appreciated, obviously. Um, but you'll, you'll also by doing that get access to a lot of cool stuff. Like I said, process videos, exclusive art prints, all that shit. And, um, and yeah, I think that's the, the main things you need to know yeah awesome guys <laughs> definitely check it out and if you forget all those links go to girthradio.com uh especially you itunes stitcher google play people who listen to this there's every episode i'm not sure if you know it or not i try to remind you as much as i can i don't know if you skip my intros but <laughs> but uh yeah every episode basically has a web page and we connect all the links to whatever artists we have on here whether it's a musician we got their music videos with kyle here we're gonna have his patreon um and just like the prologue you're gonna be able to check it out on there and uh mm -hmm. yeah thanks for coming out again oh, kyle man, you're actually me. welcome back here anytime by the way oh, i love you, talking dude. to you oh, about and same man one day we should just do like when the new game comes out from from software oh, man. yeah we or when to. it gets announced yeah. we should just do like an episode where we just talk about it or something like, it's gonna be like a three-hour podcast <laughs> oh like, maybe longer because yeah. <laughs> i feel like this one could be a 20-hour podcast of me just talking to you about Bloodborne and maybe just oh, even like yeah. one like I talk about piece that of it forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. we still won't exactly know everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. That's a beauty, and I think that's so cool that you get inspiration from that too. And yeah. it's almost like takes you like you're not being spoon fed all the content. It yeah. allows your imagination to kind of yeah, unfold 100%. the story and whether it's something you intend or not, people can get their own interpretation of what yeah. happens within the world. Yeah. And yeah. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> I agree. And I'm excited <laughs> you're writing that way. And, Thanks, man. Thank and you. Yeah, so everybody check it out. And anything else you want to say? Uh no, I think that's it. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cool. <laughs> Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed that episode. Like always, I'm going to end with a song and a bit of segue with the vibe of the content of Blackmouth. Um, the other week, I went to uh, I went to this metal show. It was mainly black metal. It's um, a type of genre I don't usually dive into, <laughs> but uh, but I've been seeing some promotion from one artist that's been so intriguing to me. It's a band. I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's Meyerkir or Meyerkir. Meyerkir. <laughs> I don't know. They're from Denmark. And um, what's interesting about this act is it's fronted uh, by this female who's really pretty. And the background music is is like a traditional scary black metal style and she'll go from singing these beautiful melodies in another language and it's this crazy contrast it makes me feel weird and i love it and then she'll like switch into like this witch mode and just start screaming like it was one of the coolest performances i've seen live i bought a shirt <laughs> i actually told uh, kyle to play this album next time he's drawing Blackmouth. I think it, it just sets the tone <laughs> of what he's trying to do. We're going to end the episode with a song from them. And uh, I recommend you checking out the video for this song. And I can barely pronounce it. So this is Mirker. And the song is Uluvindid or something.
Live from the center of the Earth, Girth.